Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. Things that are very smart moves. And then it was like 500, then it was 600, then it was 700. Relocating, which I think I covered some of them. But litigation, it's completely removed from being a pet. I like smaller markets because this is not a great economy at the moment. I do feel like everyone that's looking for a position that should be looking in smaller markets. And what I mean is markets outside of major cities. It could be suburbs. It could be markets like in outside of major cities. So an example would be if you are working in Detroit, you could relocate to Grand Rapids, which is a smaller market. If you're working in New York City, you could relocate to upstate New York, which are often very good markets, very receptive markets, actually, to people from New York. If you're working in, I don't know, if you're working in Chicago, you could relocate to the suburbs of Chicago. There's just all sorts of things that are very smart moves and and that you can make to, to smaller markets. And it's obviously easier if you're in certain practice areas, but a lot of small markets, I wouldn't call Seattle a small market at this point, but a lot of markets growing. Uh, Phoenix is a market that took off. It just keeps growing. It's just crazy. So that can be a very good market for people. And in just thinking about markets that are growing, this is a little bit, there are a lot of slides here and a lot of stuff I could talk about still, uh, but I do want to go to the q and I just want to make a few observations here. Relocating is really uh, one of the smartest things you can do to really improve your career. There's really no, it's one of the most important aspects of your search. Uh, and how do, what do I mean by that? Um, what I mean is that uh, a lot of careers uh, come up against dead ends. They come up against dead ends in uh, the markets they're in. So you may be in a big market and not be able to uh, realize that it's going to be very difficult to get a job. That's terrifying, by the way. Imagine you have apartments or houses or cars or whatever, student loans, and you're suddenly in a position where it's going. you're having a really hard time getting a job and or if the jobs you're getting aren't going to be enough to, to pay your expenses or support you. That's pretty terrifying and not something that is, makes you happy or makes your family happy and it is pretty freaking bad. Also, you may be in a market where there's no opportunities, where there's just nothing going on and that's a contracting market or where there's too many attorneys competing for the jobs that you're competing for and so you can't get a position or there's no opportunities for senior attorneys because there's so many uh, junior and mid-level attorneys. There's just all sorts of reasons that you may wanna work uh, and relocate. And I can't tell you how many attorneys, like when I say how many attorneys, I'm talking about thousands and thousands of attorneys whose careers had hit like complete dead ends in different markets. One of the first placements I made, it was, it was fun, was a woman uh, that was in Atlanta that was fired from her firm. And not only that, but for whatever reason, the firm just was very negative about her. And if anybody called, they would they didn't like her and and she was having a very hard time and lost. And and I remember one time when she flew to LA for an interview, I went and met her in the airport and started crying. And so this is how it works. People, when this stuff happens, get very upset. To make a long story short, I ended up getting her a job with a, a very good IP firm in, and she wasn't an IP attorney. Her background was in corporate, a very good IP firm in the Bay Area. And she worked there for several years. And then then I think the firm merged with some other firm and the firm was called Penny and Edmonds. 
And they basically, all these IP firms were having a very hard time staying in business. So the firm were with another firm. And then at some point she lost her job, but she had taken, she'd gotten these skills doing a very specific type of transaction. And I'm not going to tell you the transaction because I want to give away her identity, but, but she opened up this law firm doing it. And she opened it up and these clients from all over the world were just finding her website. And so she started out charging $250 an hour. And then she was getting more than enough work to bill a couple thousand hours a year. So she just kept raising the rates. Then it was like 500 and then it was 600 and then it was 700. And so now she's bringing in with a small law firm, like over a million dollars a year with no overhead. It's just incredible. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not gonna find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. So just all because she was open to relocating and story after story like this, I can tell you. So it's, this is what you need to do to keep your career on track. This is what you need to do to, to save your career and to really get the respect and the, and everything that you deserve. If you try to stay in the market you're in many times, if there's not an opportunity and you're not getting any bites, it could be for a lot of reasons. It could be because there's too many people like you. It could be because I don't know, because there's the, the economy's bad there. It could be because doing there's not enough clients for your practice here. Who knows? It doesn't really matter. What matters is like you're trying to sell stuff in the wrong market. So obviously you don't want to sell snow cones to Eskimos. You'll sell them something that they want. And so you can't try to sell a product where there's no interest. You can't open a Rolls Royce dealership in, in a city in the middle of nowhere. Come on. So you have to take your business where people want it. And so you just have to, these are just some stupid things here about different things. Your I guess your professional profile would be, and these aren't stupid, but it would be your practice area, your experience, how many attorneys are in the market like you, and whether the market's expanding or contracting. It could be on the number of attorneys. Are there is the market saturated with those type of attorneys? Is there opportunity for those type of attorneys? I talk about this a lot, but it's important to understand this. For example, in New York City and pretty much Los Angeles and, and most big markets, these law firms, especially the large ones, can say, hey, we'll hire first-year attorneys and we'll work them really hard. And, and if they do a good job, we'll keep them around as mid-level attorneys. But unless they have business or they do something along those lines, we're really not that interested in them after eight or nine years. And we would appreciate it if they look for another job or would just basically tell them to ask for another job. And it's not because um, there's anything uh, wrong with the attorney necessarily. It's just because they want to hire people younger and hire hungrier and 
uh, that they can bill out at lower rates to the clients. These are just things that um, law firms are interested in and can do in, in large markets because there's so many people that want to work there. Or they can always replace you with someone better if they want. If you're not, they don't think you're doing a good enough job or working hard enough, they can just bring someone else in. So, you know, so there's just market dynamics going on everywhere. And and in markets where there's a lot of attorneys, they can afford to let people go. They can afford to, they can afford to lay a lot of people off because they know they can always find people. So this just happens. And and so you have to understand that with the market you're relocating to. A lot of times you can relocate to a market and there's literally no one like you there. Or I, I tell the story a lot. I, I probably tell it every third webinar, but I'll tell it again. So when I clerked for a judge, I was clerking in a city called Bay City, which is outside Detroit, but an over an hour outside Detroit. And but it's part of the Detroit court. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, when I was clerking there, there were all these young attorneys that not young, there were like five or six that would come into court and they were close to my age and they were one or two or three years out of law school and they would come into court all the time. So I got to know them outside of work. And But the point is that after 20 plus years, after clerking for this judge, all those people were at the same law firm that they had been at when they when I knew them, which was when they were one to three attorneys, meaning some markets, like there's just not a lot of people. So they keep people around and they, they don't have a lot. No one really wants to work uh, in Bay City. It's an old lumber town that has been going downhill since the 1900s. Again, this is a dead market where there's not a lot of people. These people were in a city called Midland, where for whatever reason is has a little bit going on because Dow Chemical's there. But then you have cities like Flint around there, which you've probably seen on the news. Uh, but anyway, there's just all sorts of markets or dynamics and things that will help you and in where you'll find receptiveness where you might not normally find receptiveness. I'll tell, I got all these stories to tell. And I think that they're useful just because they show you how things work. I had this woman in San Francisco who's had something horrible happen to her. I think it was like her boyfriend committed suicide in front of her or something. It's just something just so outrageous that you would be scarred irrevocably from it. And so this this happened. And and so she basically had a mental breakdown, which anybody would, and and then ended up losing her job in somewhere in the Bay Area. And she was a corporate attorney. And uh, after six months of just being completely devastated, and oh, by the way, she'd been in the firm uh, that she was at less than a year, like nine months or something, decided to look for a job. I didn't contact me first. She contacted some local a recruiter that she knew in the Bay Area and didn't get a single interview. No, nothing happened because why would someone hire someone that was at nine months of experience and basically had some serious problems and, and then hadn't worked for six months? So I was just like, listen, man, you're that's there's too many attorneys in the Bay Area uh, because there's lots, thousands of junior corporate attorneys that don't have these issues that you have. And but you have a good background. You did well in law school. You got a job with a big firm. So let's look at other places. So she started some firms in Ohio and Memphis and Arkansas, like just all these different places. And she got so many interviews. When I say in me interviews, I'm like 20 plus interviews that she completely was overwhelmed. And she went on some of them and then she would get a job offer and then she would just ghost the firm. But anyway, the point is, and she eventually took one of the jobs. And but I mean, honestly, I don't think she wanted to work again. I, I don't I don't know, but but she eventually took one of the jobs. So my point to you is that 
that all these great things, if you look at other markets, you're, you think your career is dead, but you can get lots of jobs if you're interested in it. Another quick example, I had this I was working with, she was in a big market and she was trying to find a job and she had, I think she was born in Germany. She, her mother was from the US, her father was German or something. She was born in Germany and lived there until middle school and then moved to the United States and, and then went to college and law school and then got a job with a big firm and in a market. And then all of a sudden there was like this huge market slowdown. There were no jobs for corporate attorneys and she didn't know what she was gonna do. And she was losing her job. And I was like, hey, why don't you apply to firms in Germany? So she does that. And of course, within literally over Zoom, ends up getting a position with a huge English law firm in Germany and also got some other interviews. So this is how it works. If you look at other, and so she went over to Germany, was practicing in, in Germany, which how much fun is that? Now, I don't think she needed to be admitted to the bar or anything. I don't really know exactly how that worked, but she, you know, she got a position in a big law firm in Germany. So when you start thinking about these different markets you can work in, it can really, it can change the course of your life and your career. And, and it's just a major, it just changes everything. And again, people that get laid off, partners that that have skills, but have, but can't, aren't, can't be market, don't think they're marketable. All these people that just are, don't, where nothing's, they think nothing's happening uh, to their career and they, they blame themselves and they, but it's really just the market. If you're trying to sell something in a market where there's too many competitors, what are you supposed to do? That's why would you, again, like if you're on a, if you're on a road, and there's hundred different clothing stores and you try to open a road doing a clothing store, you're going to have a really hard time uh, because there's just too many competitors. Um, if you're on a street and there's a hundred different gas stations, but you need to send your stuff and your, what you're selling to places um, that are willing to buy it. And, and all you have to do is, is identify different markets to, to move to. It's really not that hard. Uh, there are some rules about relocating, which I think I covered some of them. But some of the rules would be things like you you want to try to have a connection there. You the more connection you have, the better. You you have to have skills that are marketable in that region where they can't find people. Where you have to have a good case for being there and relocating. You have to be able to position yourself as not relocating out of desperate. There's just a lot of things you can do, and you can read about it um, on our site and and different ways of doing it. But I know of no more effective kind of career strategy for someone who's having a hard time in their market than relocating. Again, you can relocate within a state. I see things all the time. I see these, these crazy things. And I talk about this, again, this is another thing I talk about, but I used to like, I used to answer the, when this is a young company, I used to answer the phones, law firms were calling and stuff. And, and we still get these calls because I see the emails going around. Just in California, there's all these small towns and things that are like an hour from another place. And because it's a huge state and the same thing in Nevada, the same thing in uh, Arizona, there's just these places in these markets where there's just not a lot of people, but there's always like an attorney in the, one of these towns or there's two attorneys in the town and, and they both go to the, in they're small and they go to the court an hour away or whatever, but there's always like these markets where there's just a few attorneys. And then, so what happens is, Every year, these some of these attorneys will call and they'll say, hey, I'm retiring and I need someone to take over my practice. And I'll say, how big is your firm? And they'll say, I bring in $600,000 a year and I have a secretary and 
So I'm, and I have these expenses. So I'm usually clearing about 400. I'm like, wow, this is, and, and well, can you find someone to take over my practice and work there? And I'm like, sure, I can try, but then no one ever wants to do it. It's, I don't know why, because why would you not want to take over a business and make $400,000 a year? But these kind of things, they're all over. It's tons of them. I got a call. This is a funny story, but I'll tell. I got a call from this attorney in Costa Mesa, California, which is which is in Orange County. And it's a nice, it's a nice area of California. And he was in like he was in the same building, I think, as Morrison and Forrester and Oric and a very nice building. He had very nice offices in the building. And so I started talking to him and he had this law firm that was doing trusts and estates work that was bringing in, I don't know, like $1.8 million a year or something. And he was making like 1.2 or 1.3. And not only that, he was like 80 years old and barely functioning. Uh, but he was there, but he was, he would talk and he would drool a little and, but he was still doing the work. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. And I couldn't believe it. And I was like, wow, that's a great business. And, and so he started, so I told him I can help find these other firms that we'll, you can merge it into and we'll pay you something. And then I started talking to him and he was, he was Mormon and very nice guy and had all these values and pictures of all his kids. And this big family. And, and so I, I went and, and met with him a couple of times and he was like, I want you to take my firm and you to run it. And I was like, what? And so he kept trying to get me to run his firm. And, and this is, again, I'm running this legal placement firm and, and I don't know why I was spending so much time with him, but, and so I was like, wow, maybe I can take this over and run it from virtually and everything. But eventually I was just like, you know what, this is not something I want to do. And the two of us kind of parted ways, but but the point is there's people like this all over that you can find when you send out resumes. You send out a resume to someone in a small town and and who knows, you could get take over a business making, it's, you don't know, but my point to you is that there's so much opportunity when you start relocating and, and looking at places. I had a business that I could have, if I didn't want to do what I'm doing now, where I could have made over a million dollars a year walking into calls every year. They, they're, sometimes they're not big law firms. A person might say, oh, I bring in 200,000 and I pay my secretary. And after that, I, but they're, they're, they're these things all over. So I'm just trying to make you everyone aware of how much opportunity there is when you start thinking about other markets and you get out of the shell, like I need to work in this one place and I, and that's the only place I want to work. And that's just not healthy. If you start looking at a lot of different markets in your search all over California, there's hundreds of markets. If you, I mean, everything changes. I'll just, I mean, I could tell these stories all day, but I like telling them because I believe that they can show you the opportunity out there. So I had another candidate, she was in the Bay Area, working at a huge intellectual property firm, was a patent attorney and had gone to, I don't know, University of Michigan for law school, very smart person, and just a lot of 
very good characteristics that made her very remarkable. So she had all this kind of stuff, and but she decided she wanted to be an environmental attorney, which is it's litigation. It's completely removed from being a patent attorney. And and if she tried to do that in San Francisco, it would be next to impossible. Not only would it be next to impossible, it would be impossible because if you're every environmental job is going to get 50 applications of people wanting to work there. So why why would it not that many? But you know, every environmental job is going to get a lot of applications. Why in the world would somebody hire? A, a patent prosecutor to environmental. So she ended up getting a job in something like, oh, Sacramento, which is a smaller market. She went and got a job at a smaller firm and she stayed there for several years. And then she got a job in a big firm doing that again. All this would have been impossible had she not been open to relocating. So all these people that are getting jobs and their careers are changing and they're switching practice areas, they're walking into opportunity that never would have existed are doing that by um, being very smart with their careers and walking into different markets instead of competing uh, with all sorts of people. Think about companies. Companies are always opening up law firms. They're always opening offices and new markets where there's opportunities. Companies are opening office things where there's opportunities. Fast food restaurants are moving to uh, different markets that are growing where there's opportunities. So everyone's chasing opportunity. And in order to chase opportunities, you need to find new markets for what you sell. Think about McDonald's. Like they have a whole team looking for people to to do, to open, to find markets that are growing and where there's opportunity. And it's just the whole thing. And hotel chains, everyone's doing that. So you need to do the same thing with your legal career. Don't get stuck in this halo where all you're thinking about is your market. If you look at other markets, your whole life can change. Just think about me. I'm sitting there and somebody offers me um, a business, like a law firm business that he's built up over 50 plus years that makes over a million dollars a year and just basically says, here, I want you to take it. This stuff is true. It, it just, this kind of stuff happens when you start looking at other markets and, and, and you can find people like that. This guy too, he was, it was very funny. He was looking for an associate or someone because he needed help. And he started showing me these resumes and that he wanted to hire and he had no idea what he was doing. Uh, and anyway, the point is that you need to look at other markets. You look at other markets, it will help you. And and I can't stress it enough. It's changed uh, so many people's lives. I, I, and again, I don't want to harp on this, keep harping on it, but it can be miraculous. And if you start looking at other markets, you're going to change the course of your career if you're stuck in the market you're in. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 